Darius always told me years ago, and this made it impossible for me to continue doing business in the professional (laughs) world. Yeah, whenever I'm in a business meeting and someone says, let's touch base, I just always imagine the base of two dicks touching. (laughs) Good luck not imagining that forever. I am now for a couple years since Courtney told it to me. Every time. Yeah. um, Touch base is like a really stupid expression to use. Like two lightsabers. Like when people say, "Like pick your brain." Yeah. No, don't. Please don't pick my brain. Just ask. Cradle my brain and utilize it as it Uh, it, (laughs) it gets roasted (laughs) by the sun and Uh. disintegrates. (laughs) Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer. It's a podcast where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and then probably a lot of other things. Jim Carrey's The Mask, for example. Yeah, we're mostly a Jim Carrey's The Mask podcast. (laughs) We're transitioning to a Jim Carrey's The Mask podcast, so right now we're about half and half. 50-50, yeah. My name is... (laughs) Smokin'. That's our new catchphrase. That's it, I'm leaving. (laughs) My name is Courtney Stanton. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Darius Kazemi. (laughs) Oh, God. You are in the right place. No, I know, it's just... I have to talk about a Nazi. Again we don't week. have to talk we can, about we him. We can, we can, well, I mean, in this episode, we kind of have to no, talk No, we could just, him. no, we just pretend that he's not in there. Like, we talk around him. So, like, if you were to, to re. He's censored like a cigarette. To, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you were to re- a recut of A recut <laughs> yeah. of this episode where Stroheim is just a black blob. <laughs> or no, we, we do Dojin censorship of him. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. just, just like black bars over like the parts His of him. His eyes that, yeah, or something. Yeah. That are a Nazi. Yeah, the parts All of him of that him are a Nazi. So, well, Nazi. so he's just a black bar. Okay. <laughs> I think, but like, so if you reconstruct the episode around what we say, you can build up the entire thing like down to the smallest detail but no straw <laughs> we erase him from history like slughorn erasing the horcrux from that memory in book oh, six of yes, harry potter yes yes we got I a contractual know. harry potter reference in on this episode i'm glad we got it in early too yeah uh the thing is this is the episode where we get to talk about how shitty he is and i'm always here for talking about how shitty he is we've we, every episode with him in it is an episode where we get to talk about yeah. how shitty he is the main thing about this episode is that joseph says he's not exactly a bad guy like which, right out of the gate which is false false joseph yeah. that's not true yeah. that's right. not true but i would i would like to to recast this though as just cars having an internal struggle with himself that is like emotional machine guns <laughs> <laughs> no but Elis, i i liked your point that maybe like He's just like very ineffective, and so like yeah. up till this point, he's like he's just been like, off being very bad at being a Nazi. Yeah, Stroheim is like the <laughs> bumbling, incompetent Nazi who they like sent off to like find this MacGuffin. Like the Nazi, the actual Nazi party were just like Stroheim, please, like you suck. Yeah, the, like, no, the Nazis are like, like you go, crash every car we put you in. Yeah, go go find a really pretty rock for yeah. us. Okay? Yeah, like we need it for reasons. Yeah, it's and he's like, great, okay, good vampire. I'll go do that. Something. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And so like that's what he's been doing, and he got himself almost blown up apparently. Well, just trying to do that. That's a question, and I'd like to talk about. <laughs> good segue. So Stroheim doesn't get himself almost blown up. He got Stroheim himself, gets himself completely blown. He up. was holding a grenade. He got blown to smithereens, and there was like no piece of him left so how did they turn him into a cyborg now here's my thing like maybe how, like how much of his brain was maybe left? zero of his brain was left maybe this is actually just a full-on robot with that like thinks s- that it is stroheim yeah and whoa some phil dick shit yeah yeah that makes jojo sense. phil dick watch 
So that actually makes him way more interesting to me yeah. as a character that they were just like, you think your name is is in fact, Philip K. Stroheim. <laughs> in fact, now I sympathize with him because like it would suck to be like an innocent robot and, and be, told be told that you're, that you're a Nazi. Nazi. So maybe like that's event- probably what this is. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. Is actually, this is actually really touching. And like yeah. another example of like like. He's the, not a bad guy. He's a good robot. The atrocities committed by it's Nazis like, it's upon like those, robots. It's like when they make statues of like the dogs and stuff that die in war. But that's not like fucked up because dogs are good. Right, but it's not the dog's <laughs> fault that like It's not the dog's fault that it like killed people right. for True. war purposes. Right. 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 You know, yeah. it's like and so and like they like make a... they make like memorial statues and stuff to like animals that die in service because it's yeah. like they had no choice. Can someone please write the fan fiction where Stroheim robot eventually wakes up and like becomes a good person fighting for the side of good. A good robot, but yeah, former so he, Nazi robot, and he kills Hitler personally. And that yeah. would just ex- that would also explain why it has no body heat, no body <laughs> right, heat whatsoever. Right. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, that this is the thing, and I think that this is what I'm saying is I think this is actually canon. Yeah, yeah. it has to be canon because it makes no fucking sense yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Why yeah. Joseph Joestar would be so sentimental and care so much, and like, because also he's like, well, I mean. I'm not sad he's dead, but he is annoying. And I'm like, yeah, that's definitely how I would describe a member of the Nazi party. <laughs> yeah, kind of mildly irritating. You piece of shit. Like, come on. Joseph. Back to Cars, who yes, I definitely am more sympathetic to. Cars' outfit, when they start doing color swaps with him, it made me realize that Cars actually looks like Carmen Sandiego. I do love Cars attacks Stroheim and is like, what? My blade isn't breaking you. And, you know, we find that's when he finds out that, you know, he's like all robot and a robot who has been taught to think that he's a cyborg. Yes. All. Yeah. Yeah. Tragic robot. All tragic robot. Yes. And it's actually really sad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And so um, strong secret, secretly the most woke character. In so so, <laughs> so Stroheim around. So Stroheim, he basically just steals Joseph's move from earlier in the season, he's just like, I'm going to pull a machine gun out of nowhere. But this time, instead of like mysteriously pulling it out of his ass, he's like literally pulling out of his torso. And he goes through this really, what I find to be like a sad grotesquerie of the magical girl transformation sequence. I love his comparison. Yeah, instead of ribbons, he has the bandoliers flowing around him. And he like spins around and in the Blu-ray director's notes, they actually talk about how they think of it as like showing off Stroheim for this episode. And like, Why? Why, animators? Why? (laughs) Well, well, there is an explanation. If he's a sad robot, that's why. Stroheim, I will say Stroheim's character design has been very, very influential in a lot of ways. Uh, For example, the character Guile from Street Street Fighter. Fighter. Uh, He's technically, he was originally meant to be based off of Polnareff, who's a character from the third arc, but Polnareff has almost the same hairstyle as Stroheim, and the character designers of Guile have actually gone on record and said, yeah, we messed up twice. We wanted to go for Polnareff, we forgot Polnareff's name, and we named him (laughs) after his arch nemesis, Jay Giles, and we kind of forgot Polnareff's uh, character design and instead gave him more of a Stroheim look. Whoops. So, oops. Whoops, oops. Accidental accidental Nazi. This is is why good intentions aren't as important as bad actions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sad magical girl Stroheim robot is so good. Yeah. (laughs) We fixed it again, you guys. We, fixed it. we, we, we keep fixing it. Stroheim. Um, <laughs> Stroheim very quickly ends up like sliced in half again and like dragged around and like half a 
half a torso Stroheim is is best Stroheim. Um, yeah. Where he like is again, he is he's super ineffective and all. He he at he that gets point re- he's like Speedwagon. He's yeah. like cheering. Yeah. He's cheering yeah. him on. He does. He he gets reduced sort of back down to that sort of narrator empathizer role yeah. again. Um, he doesn't end up with a lot of agency. He just has a lot of feelings. Speaking of feelings, yeah. Cars has my favorite motive right now, which is gay revenge. That's my favorite motive for everyone, but the villains in JoJo's do it so well. Yeah. And I love when Joseph like mm-hmm. kind of explicitly calls him out for it. Um, he's like, are you talking as a warrior or is this just a revenge thing? Yeah. yeah. And like you can see like how deep that cuts cars yeah. because it's like he's supposed to be like above it all. Right. Well, but he's super not. Well, because you remember even like back when ACDC and Wamu were putting the rings in Joseph, he, they were like, hey, do you want to get in on this? And he was like, look, I'm in my vision board right now. <laughs> and I just like I eyes on the prize. Yeah. Guys, eyes on the prize. And now he does not have his eye on the no, prize. No. He's like <laughs> anybody who kills ACDC doesn't get to live. Like, right. Well, yeah, also, this is also the episode where he nags Santana. He's like, Santana yeah. was a was a petulant child and totally yeah. useless. Yeah, so, just you know, a guard dog. A guard dog. Yeah, you you know. So whatever. Yeah. Well, right, because Stroheim, Stroheim was- calibrated his equipment to destroy Santana, and he's like, well, that's not going to work on me. Yeah, he's like, I'm two times stronger than Santana, and he's like. Pfft. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to be able to step on you immediately. Yeah, we know already that cars versus machines, cars win. Yeah. yeah so which... this is another case. And, and he even cars even says it this time. He's like, oh, you're just a machine. All right, I'll destroy you. Yeah. Well, and because cars's uh, arm blades are like all made out of a bone. And like when he's cutting into Stroheim, Stroheim gets a close up look. They're of... made of bone and light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like what it is, is it's a. So badass! It's a giant blade, and basically then, like a chainsaw. Yeah, type thing. it's running along the edge of the blade is a chainsaw blade of other tinier, like shark teeth blades. Yeah, and they're so fucking. And they tough. all refract light, so you can't see them because, like how Santana controls nothing, uh, Wham <laughs> controls wind, and ACDC controls heat, and Cars controls light. Light, I think, is definitely the most badass. Light and animals kind of he loves animals he does he does love animals as we saw with the dog earlier again it's that superman parallel it's like you have like man-made stuff versus this like alien thing but then also it's like nature versus technology kind of like wrapped up together well and i isn't but isn't cars like the ultimate vegan because he eats nothing but people no, he doesn't. He, even, doesn't he schmooze people. people. Uh, to me, that's mating. That's mating, and not he's a yeast who schmooze. But okay, no, he doesn't. But he doesn't need to. He doesn't. doesn't he to, just yeah. live on? What does he live on? I he forget. doesn't live on anything. He's just immortal. He just sits around. So he's an oxygenarian. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the the great old anime trope of like running after an object that's about to fall off a cliff and then everyone gets to like sit down for tea and have like a 10 minute conversation (laughs) while the thing is still about to fall off the cliff. And they even call this out in the director's commentary on the Blu-ray. The director is like, yeah, we do that thing where a scene that should take five seconds takes 10 minutes and ha ha ha. He sort of like laughs laughs it off. Yeah, Yaomushi Pedal makes great use of this trope (laughs) all the time. Um, Entire seasons of that show take... (laughs) Take place in like an hour of real time. Yeah, it's it's, amazing. It's awesome. So yeah, to me, I was just like, what? Of course. But then like, Elis, you showed us in the manga and you're like, no, look how close it is. Yeah, the the stone... In the manga, is show, it's like, they're like, oh, we have like such and such amount of time to like reach the edge of the cliff before the stone falls off it. And in the manga, it's like, I'm making, it's like 
an inch away. <laughs> I mean, and it, it's actually like a foot away, but it's like rocketing towards the edge of this cliff. It's a foot. It would take like less than a split second. But yeah, so Joseph ends up getting the redstone back, but he's still falling off of a 150 meter cliff. Yeah. Not so good. Yep. Uh, and he grabs onto a bunch of icicles that are also falling and uses him on to like connect. turn them into a rope of yeah, some kind to like connect them together. Yeah. Um, and Cars is like, "There's no way you're going to reach all the way yeah, up." There aren't enough. Icicles. There aren't enough icicles. But it cut turns to out Caesar. Caesar has been doing the same thing from the top of the cliff, and so they're they they connect. meet in the middle. In yeah. the manga, the way that he says is, "I'll make up for any extra length." Sure. <laughs> um, so then they connect their two icicle poles together and so they have like a, a rope so that joseph is saved but yeah caesar saving joseph is like to me that was like the there are certain moments throughout the series of jojo's bizarre adventure where like i'm just like oh and then they got married and this is oh and then caesar and joseph got married because it's just like oh out in front of god and everybody the two of them just declared their love and we're like hey we're super in love with each other yep. here it is and it's just because caesar's just like leaning down and joseph's like looking up at him and uh i can't remember who asked caesar he's just like well i just like thought I think it's stroheim stroheim is like what the fuck he's like y'all are on like seriously the same page like how the hell did you know that he was gonna do that and caesar gets all flustered and, and he's, he's like Ugh. He's basically he says he's like, well, it's the dumbest thing that someone would do. So I knew immediately Joseph would do that. And then Joseph is like having none of it. And he's just like laughing and like winking at Caesar. And he's just like, he's like, hey, good job, Caesar, Caesar Chan. Caesar you're, Chan. You're thinking on my level now. Yeah. And Caesar's <laughs> like, no. Yeah. And then Lisa, Lisa like smiles sideways at Caesar and is like, maybe you should pull him up now. He's <laughs> like, okay. It's really good. Which is actually also what she says uh, at the end of the, the Hell Pillar yep. climb, too. Yeah. You yep. should pull him up now. Yep. And it's a parallel to that, too, of, like, Caesar reaching down yeah. and pulling Joseph up. That's mm, good. It's very good. It's, really it's very gay. It's, like, but not, like, I mean, it's just, it's very, like, It's not that romantic. it's homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just, romantic. It's, yeah, it's, it's very romantic. gay romantic. It's just yep. a romantic comedy yeah. moment. It's really cute. Like, it's even for just, like, anime or media in general, like, it might seem more subtle because it's not... This isn't a romantic comedy. And they don't kiss. I mean, I think that, like, also, and this is, like, a good part to, like, talk about one of my personal pet peeves is, like, a lot of the times we'll say, like, this is super gay. And sometimes because of the way people talk about that on the internet, it can sound like what a person means is kind of talking about, like, the hell climb pillar like mm. this these things that are like super homoerotic and like mm. dick symbolism yeah. very obviously but a lot of the times like when we say or when i say such and such is gay like actually what i mean is like these characters are gay yeah <laughs> i'm not being like haha like look at them like both like with their hands wrapped around icicles though that is also going on in the scene i'm what i'm saying is like these characters like have feelings for each other yeah and it's like pretty clear and the the honeymoon is about to be over. Oh, fast. Yeah. Unfortunately. Too fast. Too fast. So Caesar pulls Joseph up and right. Cars is left to fall. Right. And like lands at the bottom. Yeah, but he, well, he, he looks down. Land. He sees that there are flowers poking out of the right. snow. And then he like does some sort of weird maneuver in the air that makes him like into a ping pong ball that like bounces off a whole bunch of like angles in the cliff it's bottom. again it's another case of the pillar man being very looney tunes yeah and then he finally lands like so next he, to the flowers so yeah so he doesn't crush the flowers yeah, yeah. he doesn't trample flowers no and he, he doesn't trample flowers he saves dogs from cars so it's so weird because it's like he 
<laughs> cars like cars. not himself but like From automotive vehicles vehicles yeah. yes yeah. so weird so it's like it's it, it's one of those things where it's like humans are the lowest life form yeah. to him yeah i think that probably the reason why cars loves all nature except is okay with killing humans and goes after hammond masters is because humans suck ass (laughs) and nature like sucks a lot less ass than humans do humans are worse he's like oh humans are like a blight on the world they're making everything worse so i don't give a shit about them and will absolutely save a puppy i mean fair and And same like i would too yeah oh and then so cars lands by the flower and then he and he does this amazing emotional turnaround where he thinks for a half a second and then just breaks out into maniacal laughter yep. for five seconds. And then when that's over, he goes, whew, that Jojo, he really got me this time. I'll let him have the redstone for another day. Yeah. He's like, he's got spirit. Yeah. It's I like mean... a, like a cat playing with a, with his food, you know? Yep. Yeah. And speaking of cats, Joseph is like- Hanging out in St. Moritz. Hanging out in St. Moritz. Who is funding all of this stuff? Lisa Lisa owns an island, apparently. Like so, true. you know, there's a lot of money. There's but a lot of money that... in being a ham on train. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is. I mean, look at the Speedwagon Foundation. Yeah, but that's that, that's, true. that's Texas oil money. But <laughs> right, right, crime right. money. Yeah, yeah. Money. pirate, so, pirate quote unquote money. Texas oil yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimate business. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So they're hanging out in some sort of hotel that the pirate club is paying for. Pirate Club probably owns the hotel. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Yeah. We have a hotel there. (laughs) We're good. We can place you there. Joseph is, like, mildly torturing a cat for no no reason. reason. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think there is a reason. He hates arrogance, and he's projecting arrogance onto this cat and for which is dumb, but yeah. like that's what that's like because the, he throws the cat a, a shrimp tail, shrimp tail, and the and cat like turns turns her nose up at it, and he's like, "Ooh, la di da! How about this salmon?" And then he like taunts the cat with salmon, and then sweeps his leg under yeah. the cat to like kick it down, and uh, and the cat falls on its back, and he's like, "Oh, it doesn't even know. Look at how hoity toity it is. It doesn't even know how to how land, to land on, on its, its legs." Feet. It's like, <laughs> Joseph, what the fuck? But then he stops too after five seconds. He's like, "Man, that was that was mean of yeah, me." Well, I'm a dick. I'm a, yeah. What the fuck? Well, so like, I do like that Joseph is able to like reflect on his own actions and be like, something's up with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he can he can check in yeah. on himself. He he can at least do that. He's not quite at the level of no. emotional self awareness as ACDC, level. right? Yeah. yeah. But he's growing. Yeah. And then Caesar is like, okay, well, so there's the hotel. Cars is obviously Cars inside is there. there. It's daytime. It's daytime. Which means he let's can't come outside. Let's, yeah, let's do, do, do the it. thing. He's trapped in the building. Let's go get him. And There's four of us. There's one of him. And like I think even Messina's like, yeah, seems like a good yeah, idea. Yeah, Messina's like, like yeah, well, Messina's like, it seems like a good idea. And Lisa then, Lisa holds off and asks what Joseph thinks. And then Joseph is like, seems like a trap. He's, yep. like, he's like, Cars has stayed alive for a really long time. He knows what he's doing. He's like, I'm sticking with Sun Tzu. I'm not certain of victory, so I'm not going into battle. He's like, let's just wait for him to attack us. Or let's wait until night because... Well, he's like, we know he's going to attack at night. Right, right, right. So, like, let's wait and prepare. Yeah, and not at, go to his, like, what is clearly, like, his fortress. Yeah, let's, like, let's let him come to us yeah. versus us. Yeah, he's like, if, he's like, I don't know what's in there. I'm not walking in there. Yeah. Uh, and Lisa Lisa's like, okay. And Caesar's like, no. Yeah, and, and Caesar gets like up in Joseph's face. And so then they have the most heightened, like they clearly, the two of them need to go calm down and just like talk, I don't know, half an hour from now. But instead they have the most bullshit fight in history. I mean, it's a very charged fight. Yes. Like they've 
clearly been fucking each other well, for the yeah. past three weeks, or they haven't been and, and they, need to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's, it's one of those two. It's one of those things where it's like the topic of the conversation does not, not the, doesn't stay the topic of the yeah. conversation, and so it's just like the minute family comes into it, it's like no. It's just like, what is really <laughs> bothering you two? Yeah. <laughs> well, and this also gets into that whole thing I was talking about last episode where the thing Caesar likes about Jojo is Jojo's sentimentality and, and his and, empathy uh, and his empathy but the fact that Jojo does not have sentimentality over his own family history and heritage which is the thing that Caesar probably has the most sentimentality over right. is uh, is like a huge sticking point for the two characters and so that comes up and it's also that thing where it's like they've known each other for like 3 weeks and so it's like, but it's been like a really intense. It's like, yeah, camp. like imagine, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like because they've lived together for three weeks and like been training life or death for three weeks. There's a lot of intensity going yeah. on. <laughs> so Ela's showed us in the manga. They get so close up in each other's faces that their eyelashes are basically touching. Yeah, their it's noses amazing. are touching and their eyelashes are like a millimeter of page away from each and other. And Caesar has his thumb on Joseph's lower, like on his chin, just like under his lower lip. Very Yuri on Ice style. Just going to put that out there. Also very um, the second kiss in number six, the show, which if anyone has watched it, you know what I'm talking about. It's incredible. I have never been angry at someone like that. I've been other emotions at someone (laughs) like that. Yeah, where I, it's true. I don't think I've ever been angry at someone where I need to hold their face in my hand. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. yeah. Caesar punches Joseph in the face. Which is horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible, but it's also like one of the, quali- my main qualifiers for like ships that I really love is that yeah. one of them has punched the other one in the face before. Yeah. Just do it in your head. Go through the Rolodex of oh, all my ships. Yep. Oh, I know. No, that's why I'm laughing. I'm, Stucky. Just, I'm just so proud of you that you're aware of that. Yeah. I am. Um, I think I became aware of it when I was watching Kuroko's basketball and like they punch each other in the face and I was like, and then I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Harry Draco, <laughs> Steve Bucky, <laughs> Joseph Caesar, Johnny Gyro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there you go. But Joseph is totally right in this scenario. And Caesar just And Lisa is like, Lisa backs him up. Yeah, and Caesar's like, sorry, I'm gonna have to disobey your direct orders, Lisa he Lisa. He disobeys his sensei, which again, yeah, I'm which just like, like, dude, yeah. He would check, never have done before. Check in. Yeah, Caesar. Do you is, hear yourself? Yeah, Caesar is having a problem. He's betraying, like, his usual rules for living right now. And, like, one of the things is, like, they say to each other, like, Joseph says to Caesar, like, you're not being yourself right now, which I thought it's also really sweet. They're, like, the way that they talk to each other is so intimate. Yeah, Yeah. He's like, who are you? Like, Uh, I don't understand. But, yeah, yeah, it's like, but to Caesar, he's just like, I have to take every opportunity to try to avenge my family. And he's like, this is it. He's like, cars is right here. This is the final battle. And he's like, it doesn't have to be the final battle, dude. You're, you're. Mm, you're gonna make it the final battle if yeah. you keep on like this. So all by himself, he yeah. goes off to fight whoever or whatever is waiting in that hotel. The weird the overlook hotel. hotel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much for listening, and we are very excited to to come back next time yeah, and keep on talking about Caesar my, with you. One of my top three episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure of all time. It was my top number one until parts of Diamond is Unbreakable yeah, usurped it. But it's, a, it's, also, it's just it's a, good great, as hell. It's a great episode of anime, yep. period. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thanks Thank for listening. You. 
JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon at StreamPDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at StreamPDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please say hi on Twitter and leave us the kind of iTunes review that cars would leave for flowers.